He then tells me that the session is all about him getting pleasure and then slaps my behind, asking me, what do you say? Thank you, I reply. And he responds, good girl. Well, hello there. I hope you're at the lively street market, queuing at a delectable food stall with tantalizing dishes, fellow foodies all around, while you slyly dive into my provocative podcasts. So this is probably my favorite story. It's about a role play that happened with a guy, Max, on our first date, if we can call that a date. Now, bear in mind that Max and I had never looked at each other's in the eyes in the previous dates because one of us was always blindfolded. Max had come up with the idea about two, three weeks before, I think, and I was just fantasizing about it the whole time after that. I would also like to mention that Max is a little bit younger than me and uh, we had been switching our dominant and submissive roles in the previous meetups. So this was his plan. During the weekend, Max would send me his life location somewhere in the park where he would be working out in the outdoor gym. And if I can make it, I should not send him any messages and just turn up find a park bench close to him and watch him and wait. He would then come up to me and at this point I have two choices. Either we're being strangers and we're starting to chat and see where everything is going and potentially having sex anyway or him coming straight away with a dominating and degrading behavior. For the first choice, I would start the conversation, but for the second one, I would say absolutely nothing, and he would bring me back to his flat and have his ways with me. One Sunday morning, three weeks later, I knew I would probably receive a text, and I cleared my whole schedule to be absolutely free. I receive a live location around 11.15. I dress up in my yoga clothes, adding a choker to my look, my leopard coat and a tote bag full of toys. After 20 minutes, I leave my place and I head to the park with a huge smile on my face. It was a very sunny day and we were mid-September. I'm not gonna lie, at that moment, I'm super excited but a little bit stressed when I start approaching the park. Slowly, I can spot the outdoor gym from far, but I don't want him to see me arriving, so I kind of want to spy on him a bit and take my time. I get out of the park, I do a little detour, and I manage to locate him from another angle, a bit hidden, making sure that he's actually there. And I can see him. He's not alone. He's working out with some of his mates. So I approach slowly, but not too close. And I can see there are a few benches right in front of that gym, but I, I'm a bit too shy to just sit right here in front of him and watch him that close. So I decide to sit on another one a little bit less obvious. I sit down and it's now been about 40 minutes since I received 
that text with the live location. I don't know how long I'm going to have to wait on that bench, so I decided to call my grandparents for about 10 or 15 minutes. And my grandma's favorite question in every call is, who's your boyfriend this week, honey? <laughs> I always answer, boyfriends, grandma, boyfriends, and girlfriends, actually. <laughs> then she giggles and says, oh, I'm happy for you, honey, if you're happy. And I hang up. And I keep updating my flatmates by messages about the situation. Watching Max from time to time doing some pretty impressive workouts. I realized at that moment that I actually chose a spot that is a little bit too far from the initial plan. And it takes him a little while to figure out where I'm sitting. I'm also hoping that I won't be running into potential lovers at that precise moment. And I do end up seeing someone I matched on an app a while back, coming up to me and introducing himself. But thank God he just stays for like five minutes. Actually, I use him for a bit of fun. And I am pointing my finger at the outdoor gym and making a general statement. So we are both looking in that direction. And I can see Max being completely puzzled about the fact that we're both looking at him. And I really enjoyed this. It's now 40 minutes I am on that bench, waiting. And I send a couple of messages. I look up again in the direction of Max, but he has disappeared. I leave a voice note to my flatmate to update him on this. And at that moment, I hear, follow me. I turn my head around and I see Max walking quite fast and continuing without looking back. So I stand up quickly, I take my bag full of toys and try to catch up with him, overexcited. But I still try to keep a certain distance, like three meters behind. And <laughs> let me tell you that that walk from south of the park all the way up to the park felt super long, especially when I'm wearing a fur coat and a choker. At that moment, I'm seriously praying for not bumping into anyone I know. And we almost get stopped by a woman preaching about Jesus. But I believe she kind of knew that we were up to some mischiefs and did not insist. I'm still three meters behind him. I'm on the edge, sprinting to catch each door he opens before it closes in front of me. But he doesn't turn around. We stand outside the elevator. The tension is real. I still haven't looked him in the eyes yet. But with the mirrors lining the lift, that moment could come any second now. As the doors slide open, I catch my first glimpse of his head in the mirror before him. But he doesn't look back. Instead, he turns around and says, kneel down. So without thinking, I drop to my knees and face his ply. He doesn't even glance at me and says, good girl. I'm actually too shy to even look up and I'm praying again that no one else will walk into the lift and catch us in the act. This lasts about nine floors and 
suddenly. When the lift slows down, he gently grabs me by the neck and orders me to stand back up. And as the doors slide open, he tells me to turn left and start walking. I'm trying to guess at that moment which flat is his, um, but he surprises me by leading me to the door that leads to the emergency staircase. He takes my bag and coat and tells me to walk up the stairs while watching me intently as I make my way up. And finally, we reach the 10th floor. He strides ahead of me towards his flat and he poses and drops all my belongings on the floor. My jaw drops at that moment. He's taking his role way too seriously. And I'm trying so hard not to burst out loud. But I'm also wondering, am I supposed to pick everything up or leave this on the floor? Is this one of those degrading moments? This young boy keeps on impressing me. He takes me straight to his bedroom and instructs me to kneel down in front of his bed while I have to remove my shoes and, and socks. And I have to remain still until he gives me permission to move. He then grabs me by the neck from behind, making me turn around and sit on the bed. And without looking into my eyes, he undresses completely in front of me and heads naked toward the bathroom that is facing his bedroom. That's when I notice a long mirror he had placed by the entrance of the bathroom so I can watch him take a shower with a boner on from where I'm sitting. Surely this is not his first time. He returns, all wet, and takes me to the middle of the room. He is standing behind me and we face the long horizontal mirror in front of us and he whispers in my ear, you can only look into my eyes in the mirror. But for some reason, I'm feeling incredibly shy and I can't even do that. He then tells me that the session is all about him getting pleasure and then slaps my behind, asking me, what do you say? Thank you, I reply. And he responds, good girl. He's kissing and caressing me all over. He's taking videos as well of us in the mirror. And then he tells me that I can actually come today, but only after he does. I guess at that moment I told him that it was not a problem because I don't orgasm easily, or at least not that fast, so um, I can certainly do it after. But I think at that moment he took it as a challenge, and he's kind of changing his plans and lays me down on the bed. We play for a while, touching each other, but I can feel that his focus is slowly shifting to my pleasure. As I said before, I don't come that fast. And in this instance, I felt I, I would need a little push 
So I asked him if I could take out one of the toys that I brought with me. He's pleasantly surprised and said, of course, with a huge smile on his face. I actually really enjoy when guys are completely okay and feel comfortable using a toy um, or many toys during sex. So at that moment, I have many choices of sex toys that I brought with me. I think I had like four or five different ones, but one of my go-to and favorite one is my magic wand that uh, you need to plug. And well, I completely forgot that it needed a UK plug. And my magic wand was European, obviously. And on the heat of the moment and all the preparation to go to this park, I forgot the adapter. At that very specific moment, I must say I was gutted, but I had a very good second option, which is the womanizer. So I don't know if you know about the womanizer, but if you don't, it's a very small device that sits around the clitoris and sucks it. A fucking winner. I start placing it on me while he has a couple of fingers inside me and the rhythm is directly changing. I could literally come in one minute now. I look straight into his eyes and I want to make sure I can still orgasm. Even though I know I'm only allowed after he does. And he looks at me, touching himself and me simultaneously and assures me, don't worry, I'll take care of that. You just focus on yourself. I'm like, all right, <laughs> this guy knows what he's doing. And it doesn't take long before my body starts climaxing slowly and I'm thinking he better finish soon because I'm about to break that one roll. And just as I'm about to come hard, he snatches the toy of my hand, throws it away and then looks at me straight in the eyes and says, did you really think you could actually come today? My mouth drops open in surprise, frustration also, and disgust, anger, but also admiration. And he takes that moment and advantage of the situation to come all over my face <laughs> 10 seconds later for, I guess, the ultimate humiliation. But you know what? The rest of the story is actually quite sweet. I find post-orgasm clarity to be the funniest thing with guys, especially when they are supposed to play a specific role from start to finish. It's not the first time I see Max failing at staying in his character after climaxing. And he starts to cuddle me and ask me about my plans for the next three hours while offering me some vegan chocolate. And we stay in bed for another two hours, chilling, talking, massaging each other. Then we decide to go grab a bite outside and find a bench to sit on. The same bench where he came to pick me up, actually. And after we finish our falafel wraps, the post-orgasm clarity fades away. And Max stands up and says, Do not follow me.